0: FOREVER! DOG! Sassy... Tarot... Sassy... Sassy... Tarot... Welcome to an audio journey through the world of tarot, (laughs) with me, Veronica Osorio. So sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. From today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S A S S Y tarot, like a regular tarot. T a r o t p o d. Sassy Tarot Pod. Sassy Tarot Pod. Welcome to Sassy Tarot. Veronica Osorio and what you can hear is Peter Mark Kendall's music freak out (laughs) he's in New York I'm in LA we're making this work thanks to Forever Dog Uh, it's been a multi-level operation we're not starting over Peter this is going out into the world Let's start over. Okay. What is, <laughs> Welcome to Sassy Tarot. <laughs> I'm just going to extend every vowel forever. Mm, mm, mm. It reminds me of, like... I don't know what this music reminds me of, but we have begun. This new episode of Sassy Tarot. It's a mini... Welcome to the Minis. Welcome to the Minis. <laughs> what if I spoke like that the entire time? Welcome to the Minis. Veronica, we're going to talk about uh, the emperor. 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 Yeah, it's really fun <laughs> to do tarot. Um, Veronica, sorry, and what you can hear is Peter Mark Kendall. This is take two and we're here it's funny that this is like uh the episode about the emperor because he likes order control he likes things to be in a process that makes sense he likes structure he doesn't like messy ass bitches he don't like no messy ass bitch shit <laughs> oh someone likes something i tweeted It makes me so happy. Um, So we continue our journey through the major arcanas, and here we are. We've gone through the fool, the magician, the high priestess, the empress, and now we are in the major arcana that's identified as number four, the emperor. The empress's soulmate, or husband, or definitely counterpart. I was saying in the last episode that it's funny how you have to. The way you define, usually in books and internet, and every single time you explain the entire thing, you define the emperor as a compared or counterpart to the empress. So if you didn't listen to that episode, you should definitely go back. And I like that because it's like the male, the most empowered male principle follows the female so it's almost like instinct leads and the earth leads and then human and their structure and the male follow they follow in a way like I feel like it's a protector and in another way it's like he has no ego that way you know so we're getting into this. The emperor has no ego. I feel like it's it's so important unless he's in reverse. That's different. But he has no ego to be like behind his woman. And I'm not just saying that cuz I'm coming up with this order, but it's truly really what I feel like this card this card is the most elevated version of the masculine. So let's unpack it. Let's talk about it. What does that mean? What's the number four? And how can you interpret this sexy old fox uh, in a reading? So the emperor. Some people say he's Aries. He has a scepter to show that he's ruling the world. In the Rider-Waite deck, he's looking to the side. He's not looking straight at you like the empress. because The empress is looking at you like follow your instinct and the emperor is like I'm sorry I'm overseeing all of my life so uh, yeah you were saying it's not like he's not paying attention to you in fact in some of the decks that I have he's looking straight at you and it almost becomes a little harsh that's when I feel like that's when he becomes a dad or like a father figure or like the ideal father figure that you could have had or that you should have had or that you can get inspired by right or maybe there's a person in your life that embodies that figure. He has a little ball. <laughs> I call him a uh, squishy lime in his hand because I once had like a, you know, those things are like anti-stress. Uh, I had one that was like a half lime and it was gigantic. So you squish it and it gets so little and then it goes back up and fluffs, fluffs back up. So it, that looked like what he has in his hands. But that's just showing his dominion. And it's well rounded. It's a circle, so it's like a, a it's a well rounded functioning system. It's almost like Earth has its cycles and it works, but the clockwork of it is the emperor, right? So the empress is like the trees and the leaves and the la 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 and the relationships and the clockwork of the cycles of the planets of the Earth. That's the emperor. The empress is instinct and he is order. The empress is uh, materialization through almost like receiving and he materializes through doing. He plans, he has schedules, he's organized, he knows where he's going and he doesn't get distracted from the big picture with anything that's minor. He's Aries. he's sitting in a cement throne, unlike the Empress that's in a bunch of cushions. Boho chic, right? He's more like, what's the coldest, hardest chair I can sit on? <laughs> I think it's because he needs to be alert. He's the acting part. So when we're looking at, um, I always think of, every time I talk about man and female, I try to go back to like the cavemen because it's it's not it's like it's before we had preconceptions of what a man or a woman should be this it feels like that's pure pure like savage like animal and then there's like the savage man that will like probably rape someone in the tribe and like go and hunt and be selfish and do be messy and that's the devil and the emperor is the leader of that like tribe If I think of, like, cavemen, I imagine while the woman is pregnant and maybe, like, in the cave and, like, being vulnerable, because she has potentially a lot of food for a predator, because she has a baby. The emperor is out hunting, so he exerts while the woman waits he got her pregnant at some point so he had to fuck her and get that semen in there so it's given it's doing and giving and acting and uh, and it's all for a purpose like a higher purpose and the purpose is he's building i read in this book he's building a country he's not building he's not making the next meal it's not what he's planning he's planning like what is, how are we going to retire? What are we going to do? How do I see myself in 10 years? What are we, how am I going to make this happen? Sometimes it's just build, building an Ikea shelf, <laughs> you know? But I feel like he has a, they both definitely have a bigger picture in their, in their center of their attention. And that's how they, so sometimes they, I feel like the emperor comes out to tell you like, you're going to have to make hard choices that don't feel good right now, maybe. Because of the bigger bigger picture, and he doesn't have one second of doubt about it. There's no ego. There's no like. Uh, but if I do this, people will no. He doesn't care because uh, it's like people will think. Well, they think you're you're going towards your star. You're going towards your um, your dream. Your thing. Your like vision of uh, happiness. So he's definitely in communication with the empress. There's like, how does he get this vision? What does it include? It's definitely. He oversees a kingdom, so there's no time for to be wasted in like details that won't help his kingdom thrive. So how do you translate that to your life? Right. Um So. It's like I want. <laughs> I love that. I want <laughs> this is like an earthquake is happening and he's like this is the emperor thinking what does his what does my kingdom look like and then he's like well I want to have two million dollars I want to meet the love of my life and have uh, two kids a dog two cats <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't know these are just numbers I'm coming up with okay guys just um bear with me I want to be in touch with my family. I want to travel the world. I need to, I want to do X amount of jobs a year. Just what technically do you want? What's your bigger picture? And then the next day you're like, this is the type of work I want to do. Exactly. This is the type of work I want to do. And I don't want to take anything less than that. And I'm working towards that goal. And this is the kind of person I want to date. And this is the person I want to be with. And I don't want to do anything that's not that standard. Because I know that's what I want. And this is where I see myself in 10 years. And I don't want that to be lower. Because I couldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. So he goes towards that. But then maybe in a 10-year period, he gets a job that has nothing to do with what he wanted. Nothing to do with his plan. Or like he meets someone that has nothing to do with uh, his vision. And he could be tempted to go that route. But he's the kind of person who's like, I'm not going to take it. And then people are like, are you crazy? Dude, you should fuck that girl or like get that job or do that thing. And he's like, no, I have my bigger picture and I know what it is. So it's a very self-assured thing. It's a very like... uh, And, and just head, It's Aries So it's like going where it's going The way it's going And it's not like he's running over people There's no ego involved I keep saying there's no ego involved Because I feel like masculinity is so associated with Ego Showing Right? Showing the world Like this is what I do Not letting people think this or that about me There's a lot of like image That has been associated with the man Right? Like showing to my my guys I'm drinking the beers if like and sometimes it's like so the emperor if he doesn't want to drink because he thinks that that's not part of his big picture he'll be like I don't I don't drink and then the boys will be like oh my god please just want a beer and he's like I don't drink and they may bully him or make fun of him and he's like I don't care or same with partnerships you know it can be like are you crazy how couldn't you not date that person or how could you just like Uh, stop dating that person and he's like because it doesn't go it doesn't go with my picture and there's no no one no one opinion could sway him the way that he's not going yeah but here's the thing he's a smooth guy he's not out there fighting and like there's no other major arcana's have swords all of the king's The emperor is the king of kings, so all of the other kings have swords or they have their element in their hand. He don't need that shit. He's just like, smoothly saying yes and no to what creates his order or no to what he creates his chaos. Usually when I see him in a reading, there's so many ways we can interpret him. It can be a father figure or the lack of thereof sometimes it's looking at you and I see the emperor and I'm like why are you looking at me this way and I know exactly what he's saying to me he's saying get your order get your ducks in a row like there's no more time wasting there's no more like wasting energy and things that don't serve whatever it is that you want or like reestablish your priorities because clearly you're not acting on them there's a lot of like Sometimes it's a pat in the back. You've been organized. You've been following your bigger picture and you are it's happening. Sometimes it has to do with... It usually refers to your chaos. Like the way you organize your world and how you like go towards your goals. In the Oracle deck that I have, um, it's just a big guy who's just looking at you like... When are you going to get your shit together? Right? <laughs> when I see him, I'm usually like... Ugh. I know, so it's definitely a father figure to me, being like, Veronica, schedules, Veronica, eat on time, don't skip meals, like, don't waste time on people that don't deserve it, don't read the, don't do tarot readings for people who talk over you while you're trying to, like, tell them major life things, um, stop answering To Instagram chats just because you feel bad that you're not responding to people that you don't give a fuck about. Um, Hang the IKEA shelves. Come on. When are you going to finish your bedroom? That's him. In the Oracle deck. He's just giving me a lot of shit all the time about how I'm so disorganized. At the same time, I'm very organized. Sometimes I see him if I feel, if I'm feeling good about my order, my life, how I'm structuring things about the masculine. If I'm feeling good about empowered in my actions I'll see him and I'll be like yeah that's me bitch I have an interesting story with an emperor I was uh, in April I was reading my cards and I'd read my cards daily and I don't pay attention to all of it I just see them kind of like see okay 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 and then like I, I put them back out I sometimes don't read them to myself so that I don't drive myself crazy and sometimes if I do I'm like yeah, I know. Or like, what does this mean? What the fuck? And I just miss them sometimes. Um, and I got the emperor. I pulled three cards. I got the emperor. And then the tower. And then the ten of swords. And I had been recently reading about combinations that could mean death. And uh, I knew that the tower and the ten of swords could be mean physical death specifically in that deck because the Ten of Swords is the guy's dead and people are carrying him to his funeral and the tower is breaking down of the structures as you know it and I didn't like it I saw the combination of cards and I was like What I thought at the time when those cards popped was that my order and structure as I knew it was gonna have a breakdown that was gonna hurt me. So I thought maybe an earthquake. Maybe uh, my cat's gonna pass away. Like maybe um, my car is gonna be gone for some reason. Like I thought, what? what things in the order of my life could break down enough that it kills a part of me. And I took a picture of it and I kind of moved on. I asked for explanations. I saw a bunch of cards. I kind of was like this is more confusing every time. Let me just leave it at that. I took a picture of it and just moved on. And that was like like 2 p.m. And then at 10 p.m. or so I finished doing everything I was doing and I went to set of Strange Angel to, to talk to the dialect coach and to watch my co-stars do scenes and just hang around, and then I got a text message from my grandma being like, uh, "Your grandpa is being taken to uh, intensive care because he's having this like lung thing," and I was like, "Oh, oh the emperor and the tower and the ten swordsman. Um It was strange because I couldn't. How would I pick up that that's my my specific grandpa? I have so many f- f- family members out of the country and, like, everywhere. So many m- men in my life. Um, it's interesting. So it literally meant someone like the patriarch. When I asked about work with Strange Angel every single time, I think I got the emperor in all but one or two reads is definitely there and i was like this is the powers that be this is the work this is like the structure of work this is this is work like i feel like it's it's straight up right there this is a structure order of how we're going to get to this goal of having 10 episodes <laughs> so that was there and it's me also organizing myself and being empowered in my actions to like do what i need to do in my job and uh understanding that i'm i'm one of the people who live in the kingdom of the emperor at work of course uh the emperor so i want to read a few things that i have in a few books about the emperor because it's so interesting and if you have questions about the empowered uh male think about it like who's more empowered a guy who's like unafraid to walk behind his lady and be like you're perfect and I'm right here and we're both perfect and it's great or a guy who's like (laughs) has any problem with any of what I just said internally (laughs) that example was shitty because it was so easy to guess but there are guys like that and that's like so macho is not necessarily empowered or at all but sensitive can be very empowered because you need that sensitivity to like create what you want from a good place. If you're creating from like fear, embarrassment that people are gonna see you a certain way, ego, lashing out because people got you, because <laughs> they could see inside of you instead of owning up to it, your exterior might reflect like a shell and like a macho thing and like a strong person. But inside you're hurting and crumbling and what you're doing is uh, building a wall where like no one else can come in and heal you or help you through it or guide you through it. So the emperor is the kind of person who, if he does something that's like a blooper, (laughs) if he does a blooper, um, he most likely would be like, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. And sometimes saying I fucked up is kind of funny. Like, I did it after an audition. (laughs) I did the worst audition ever. And I was like, yeah, it's not my day. And the guys just laughed because it wasn't. And it's funny. Um, Or sometimes you can, it can be really hard to assume. Like, my brother pointed something out to me about my personality. And I had to, I rejected it. And I was like, no. And then I had a time to think about it. And then I had to come to him and be like, you know what? I do get upset quick. I, I do get, like, triggered by this. I do, and it's not fun, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And that diffused the problem and let him in. And he was like, oh, that's pretty grown up of you. Like, thank you. And I was like, oh, thank you, you know? Um, Now I'm a woman, but I still have that masculine energy. In fact, I feel like that's what I exert the most of. I'm like, I'm the one who reaches out. I'm the one who contacts. I'm the one who touches. I'm the one who moves. I want to like move things. I want to move pieces consistently. Um, so I'm working on getting more on my empress vibe, but so what I'm saying is it's not about being a guy or a woman. I'm saying it's about how you handle the stereotypical male things within yourself. Does this make sense? Is this making sense? Brett is texting. Peter is in his tiger place. (laughs) Is what I call the air above him that where he lives. Um, okay. In a barren desert valley, a burly emperor is sitting on a massive rough hewn throne. He's an imposing figure, his shoulders are broad, and his bulk solid muscle. What <laughs> Like a child's drawing of God, he wears a crown, a long white beard. His face is stern. His eyebrows are heavy and dark. Heavy is the head that wears a crown. <laughs> and in this image, nothing is lightweight. He wears a suit full of armor on the red velvet robes. He holds a massive achr a gemstone orb. He's sitting on a granite throne His <laughs> posture is ramrod straight. He sits bolt upright. That sounds kinda fucking sexy. I don't know why. Bolt, alright it's like I have my heart. <laughs> The emperor is hard. He's consistently hard under his robe, is what I'm saying, right? He's just like, <laughs> and that's the divine masculine, guys. If you're not hard all the time, you're not in your divine masculine. I make myself laugh, and it's not okay. Okay, feet firmly planted on the floor. Our oh, wild ram is lying at his feet. The emperor's throne is an emblem of his power it's a massive rock throne of a solid stone essence of structure and stability a tangible example of solidity a geometric cube of solidity in this card the ram and the emperor are one and the same they're both sacrificial creatures who were called upon to lay down their lives for the sake of their people the throne is nothing more than a glorified altar ah While the empress held court in a lush and fertile garden, the emperor (laughs) rules from a hard desert landscape. The mountains and the mountains and they reinforce the solid restability of Israel. If you understood that, you are empowered. (laughs) If you didn't, it makes sense because it's impossible to (laughs) Empress's influence is present. I'm just gonna do this forever. I'm just gonna read a book like this. The empress's influence is present, however, in the rivers and streams that wind, wind, wind their way through its realm. Its jewel crown is a symbol of the divine right of kings. He's definitely a king of kings, and he's overseeing his kingdom. So, what could a kingdom be in terms of a person? It's all of your life when you look back, and you're fucking about to die. If you have the chance to like think back on things you're lucky enough Uh, or maybe that's unlucky but if you have that opportunity and you look back and you see your entire life and that's your kingdom that's all you have that's all you've had how you felt, what you did how you affected people, how people felt about you and what you're leaving behind for the generations to come so he oversees his kingdom before he's at his deathbed. <laughs> so he's a little bit a time traveler. Funny, his long beard symbolizes wisdom. It's funny in two oracle decks I have uh, short bearded guys. So they're kind of like young, but that's the truth. Like you're not an emperor who's old. You're just putting yourself in the position of what would I like to look back at when i'm old and that's how he operates that's the emperor guys i don't know how much more to explain of well you know i explained how he came up in a reading he straight up came up as a person as a patriarch but he can come up as like scolding patting you in the back uh he's kind of sometimes telling you what's a bigger picture are you even looking at the bigger picture bitch (laughs) I'm just looking at Peter and Peter's looking at me and I'm like, who's going to go? Who's going to go? Are you looking at the bigger picture? Are you looking at your finances? What do you try to build? Why are you hanging out with this group of friends that are not good for you anymore and you know it deep inside of you and you are not moving ahead? Why? 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 He's like, dude, you could be doing so much better. You could like, just who cares if they know that you moved on from them? Who cares? Because, you're finding your crew. He's not not spiritual. In fact, I just noticed that his Robe. He has like a heart in his shoulder. It's a weird position for a heart. But I feel like it's almost like saying, Empress, you, this is your reserved spot for you to lean on if you need me. Right? So he's a good shoulder to like lean on. In fact, he's the best. He's overseeing your life to go the way it's most fulfilling for you. So as we take this all in... And uh, put it inside our bones, our marrows. Guys, do you eat the marrow bone of the chicken? Because it's so good. I I eat cartilage, and I eat the marrow. And I crack the bone open with my teeth. And then I go. And uh, it's not a pretty look at the restaurant. Uh, 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 One step step one so I feel like the emperor is also like sometimes to be in that empowered male in that empowered place of action you have to take it easy because um so like I went to Yosemite and uh it was a it was a total of eight hour hike but getting up there it took five and there were points that were so hard and I was so tired and I was carrying like a winter coat and a backpack full of food and just not in shape um And there were so many parts of it that I just had to look down and go step, 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 step. And that's or like when I go running or uh, exercising, I just go I just look at my feet and see them move step by step. And seeing that progress keeps me in a loop and also in meditation and not just keep going forward without realizing. And suddenly I'm there. Suddenly I'm there. And sometimes I'm able to look at the landscape and be like, it doesn't matter that I'm tired. It doesn't matter that I'm walking. I just keep walking and I'm enjoying what's happening. And sometimes I need to look down and be like, here's step one. Here's step two. Here's step three. And I can't look past that, even though I know I'm going to the top of the mountain. And sometimes in life, you have to be the emperor that way. Be humble and look down and be like, my first step is getting out of the bed. My second step is brushing my teeth and making coffee. My third step is actually sitting down and writing a page of goals or just doing one action, tiny, tiny, and being like, this is one action that gets me one action closer to what I want. And that's how you have to do it. And uh, if any lessons from the emperor is like, cut out anything that doesn't serve your bigger picture in a kind loving manner just be like thank you for your lesson does not apply anymore and bye bye alright so I'm gonna get what how long is this too long a million hours I'm gonna get an oracle deck for everyone I'm not doing interactive today or in the previous episode because I took a while because it's like the male and female principle and it's like highest vibration and it's important cuz I feel like on earth right now or uh, I don't know anything that's going on in China frankly I don't know but around my vibes in my country the countries that I hear of I feel like people are uh, really truly trying to figure out what this means what like being in a highest vibration is like what equality means like how can how, men are trying to be like how can we also like women at some point in the 70s were like let us be masculine too And they have been for so long because we can And then I feel like now it's a time where men are like, how can I be in my feminine? How can I do this and still understand that what women are going through or what like, it's happening, how can I heal? Because I feel like the male is hurt. And the emperor is a good way to focus that hurt male and make it heal. And the emperors too. They're part. They're each. They're like two parts of one. They're yin and yang. That's what they are. They're prakriti and purusha. So now you know. They don't exist without each without the other, in our lives, inside of our brains, in in ourselves. So I'm almost done shuffling. Sorry, guys. And our oracle deck card for today. It's an angelic. This is. This comes from the. Daily guidance from your angels Oracle cards by Doreen Virtue And it's With illustrations by Marius Michael George George. Ooh I got the ocean Funny I don't know why The deep blue sea speaks to your soul Healing and soothing you Even if the act of imagining yourself Dipping into its healing womb Brings about desirable effects even the act of imagining, yeah. Better yet, spend time physically near the ocean if you can, or a body of water, allow its power and beauty to wash away all cares and concerns. Also, I have been—I—I th- I was <laughs> weird that this card came out. I feel like it's almost for me to remember. So I was gonna say, like, I, they're talking about banning straws, and I hope they do because I keep thinking it's so stupid. We don't use paper straws; we're gonna throw them away anyway, and it's really hurting things. And uh, yesterday, I'm like, oh, they're talking about. Um, eliminating straws and I was with someone and they were like yeah it's so stupid and I was like what? how can anything that's better for the ocean be stupid? I don't understand it like yeah but it's just like 3% of the pollution of the ocean and I'm like yeah 3% times billions of humans that's like so remember the ocean is where life comes from and it's a realm that we don't have access to. Not really. We don't know everything that's in there. So it can also be like uh, the oracle is telling you to go and uh, wat- let let the earth take some of your concerns. If you can do a ritual like that, if you're like so, if you're so inclined, go and be like, "Hey, I'm going to touch this tree, or this. Go get into the water, and in my mind, I'm going to give the ocean." my concerns because I am just a human and they're bigger than me but the ocean is so big that it can contain them. Just like it can contain your pee when you pee inside of it. (laughs) And yours not. Don't you get like watery nose when you're like inside the ocean? I do. And I leave all of that there. For the fish. It's so big. It can contain us. So it's, a, I don't know, maybe it's a good ritual to do. It's a really good ritual to just sometimes give your concern. Like imagine they're coming out of your body and going into the earth and turning into a beautiful flower and it's not, it's no longer going to give you cancer in 10 years, you know? So I think that was the Sassy Tarot for the emperor. I'm so glad you guys were here. I'm so happy you're listening. And if you want, you can contact us at sassy tarot pod. What you've been listening to is Veronica Osorio. That's me. And the music. It's Peter Mark Kendall's. He's in New York. I'm in LA. Why do I have to say that? What does that matter? <laughs> it's global, guys. All right. Enough. <laughs> See you later. I love you. Yeah, we're not there yet, but we'll get there.